0: Hello, you wonderful child of God. Welcome to Bible Bedtime. This is Season 5, Episode 255. I'm your host, Dana, and in this podcast, I read a full chapter of the Bible in a way that I hope will help send you to sleep in heavenly peace. In this season five, we are reading through the fifth books of the Old and New Testaments. We've already read through Deuteronomy, and now we are in the book of Acts. After I read the chapter, I'll read an additional chapter from the book of Psalms and finish with the Lord's Prayer. Now. Tonight we are reading a very long chapter from the book of Acts and a very long chapter in the book of Psalms. So, we are going to get right into the reading. But first, if you can join me in taking three deep breaths. Here we go. One. Two. And three. Very good. Acts chapter seven, which continues the story of Stephen appearing before the Sanhedrin. Then the high priest asked him, are these charges true? To this he replied, brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia before he lived in Haran. Leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. So he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. After the death of his father, God sent him to this land where you are now living. He gave him no inheritance here, not even a foot of ground. But God promised him that he and his descendants after him would possess the land. Even though at that time, Abraham had no child. God spoke to him in this way, your descendants, Will be strangers in a country not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated four hundred years. But I will punish the nation they served as slaves, God said, and afterward they will come out of that country and worship me in this place. And he gave Abraham the covenant. Of circumcision and Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him eight days after his birth later Isaac became the father of Jacob and Jacob became the father of the twelve patriarchs because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So he made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. Then a famine struck all Egypt and Canaan, bringing great suffering, and our fathers could not find food. When Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our fathers on their first visit. On their second visit, Joseph told his brothers who he was and Pharaoh learned about Joseph's family. After this, Joseph sent for his father Jacob and his whole family, 75 in all. Then Jacob went down to Egypt where he and our fathers died. Their bodies were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had bought from the sons of Hamor at Shechem for a certain sum of money. As the time grew near for God to fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt greatly increased. Then another king who knew nothing about Joseph became ruler of Egypt. He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our forefathers by forcing them to throw out their newborn babies so that they would die. At that time Moses was born and he was no ordinary child. For three months, he was cared for in his father's house. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up as her own son. Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action. When Moses was 40 years old he decided to visit his fellow Israelites. He saw one of them being mistreated by an Egyptian so he went to his defense and avenged him by killing the Egyptian. Moses thought his own people would realize that God was using him to rescue them, but they did not. The next day, Moses came upon two Israelites who were fighting. He tried to reconcile them by saying, Men, you are brothers. Why do you want to hurt each other? But the man who was mistreating the other pushed Moses aside and said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard this, he fled to Midian, where he settled as a foreigner and had two sons. After 40 years had passed, an angel appeared to Moses in the flames a burning bush in the desert near Mount Sinai. When he saw this, he was amazed at the sight. As he went over to look more closely, he heard the Lord's voice, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses trembled with fear and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals. The place where you are standing is holy ground. I have indeed seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groaning and have come down to set them free. Now come, I will send you back. To Egypt. This is the same Moses whom they had rejected with the words, Who made you ruler and judge? He was sent to be their ruler and deliverer by God Himself through the angel who appeared to Him in the bush. He led them out of Egypt and did Wonders and miraculous signs in Egypt, at the Red Sea, and for 40 years in the desert. This is that Moses who told the Israelites, God will send you a prophet like me from your own people. He was in the assembly in the desert, With the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and then with our fathers and he received living words to pass on to us. But our fathers refused to obey him. Instead they rejected him and in their hearts turned back to Egypt. They told Aaron, make us God's will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who led us out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. That was the time they made an idol in the form of a calf. They brought sacrifices to it and held a celebration in honor of what their hands had made. But God turned away and gave them over to the worship of the heavenly bodies. This agrees with what is written in the Book of the Prophets. Did you bring me sacrifices and offerings forty years in the desert, O house of Israel? You have lifted up the shrine of Molech and the star of your god, Rephan idols you made to worship, therefore I will send you into exile beyond Babylon." Our forefathers had the tabernacle of the testimony with them in the desert. It had been made as God directed Moses, according to the pattern he had seen. Having received the tabernacle. Our fathers under Joshua brought it with them when they took the land from the nations God drove out before them. It remained in the land until the time of David who enjoyed God's favor and asked that he might provide a dwelling place for the God of Jacob But it was Solomon who built the house for him. However, the Most High does not live in houses made by men. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? You stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears. You are just like your fathers. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your fathers did not persecute? They even killed those predicted the coming of the righteous one and now you have betrayed and murdered him you who have received the law that was put into effect through the angels but have not obeyed it when they heard this they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him, But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. At this, they covered their ears, and yelling at the top of their voices, they all rushed at him, dragged him out of the city, and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, stephen prayed lord jesus receive my spirit then he fell on his knees and cried out lord do not hold this sin against them when he had said this he fell asleep psalm 37 of David. Do not fret, because of evil men, or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn justice of your cause like the new day sun be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him do not fret when men succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes refrain from anger and turn from wrath Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For evil men will be cut off. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy great peace. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow and bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. Better the little have that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken but the Lord upholds the righteous. The days of the blameless are known to the Lord and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster they will not wither. In days of famine they will enjoy plenty, but the wicked will perish The Lord's enemies will be like the beauty of the fields. They will vanish, vanish like smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be cut off. If the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his steps firm. Though he stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young, and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be blessed. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. They will be protected forever. But the offspring of the wicked be cut off the righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever the mouth of the righteous man utters wisdom and his tongue speaks what is just the law of his God is in his heart his feet do not slip the wicked lie in wait for the righteous seeking their very lives but the lord will not leave them in their power or let them be condemned when brought to trial wait for the lord and keep his way he will exalt you to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off you will see it i have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a green tree in its native soil. But he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless, observe the upright. There is a future for the man of peace. But all sinners will be destroyed. The future of the wicked will be cut off. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in times of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. The Lord's Prayer which is found in the book of Matthew chapter 6 Our Father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Now it's time for you to drift off to sleep and sleep well. Sweet dreams.